Peace is in degrees, in categories. Category one, no peace, absence of peace. Category two, peace, ordinary peace. Category three, we have great peace. Category four, all-round peace. Category five, peace like a river. And then comes the peace of God that passes all understanding. Our God is a God of peace. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 20. Hebrews 13 verse 20 says, He is the God of peace. Our Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ himself is called the Prince of Peace. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Isaiah 9 verse 6. When he was born on earth, and the angels came to sing. When the hosts of heaven gathered to announce his birth, they sang peace on earth. And in John chapter 14, from verse, I mean, just verse 27 will do. John 14 verse 27. He said, peace I live with you. My peace give I unto you. That tells you straight away you can have everything, but if you don't have the Prince of Peace, you won't know the meaning of peace. Oh, I've told you the story of a friend of mine who was extremely wealthy. That by the time of his death, in far away Australia, he had more than $250 million. That will tell you how rich he was. But he had no peace. Because when the Lord sent me to him and we were discussing, he told me every time he closed his eyes to sleep, he will find himself among dead people. People with half head. Uh, broken bodies, people who had died years before. And so he is always afraid to sleep. When you give your life to Jesus Christ, that is when peace steps in. Then there is great peace. Psalm 119 verse 165 Psalm 119 verse 165 says they that love the law of the Lord great peace have they and that nothing shall offend them. He said great peace for those who love your law. Nothing shall offend them, means nothing will worry them. They won't be bothered by anything at all. In Isaiah 54, verse 13, Isaiah 54, verse 13, the Almighty God says, Because you are going to teach your children the way of the Lord, then peace 
great peace shall be given unto them. That is your children too, not only you, provided you bring your children up in the way of the Lord, your children will enjoy great peace. For example, in Genesis 18, from verse 17 to 19, Genesis 18, 17 to 19, the Almighty God said, I know Abraham. He's going to bring up his children in the will of the Lord, which is what Abraham did, which will explain the kind of peace that Isaac had in Genesis chapter 22. You can read it from verse 1 to 18. Genesis 22 from verse 1 to 18. How do we know this boy was taught in the way of the Lord? When they were climbing the mountain, where he was going to be sacrificed, he said to the father, I can see the wood, I can see the fire. Where is the lamb? That boy knows that you need something for the sacrifice. And when they got to the top of the hill and the father began to bind him, to lay him on the altar, this boy had a peace you can't describe. Because he was young, he was strong, he could have outrun the father, but the father was well over a hundred years old. But he had total peace, great peace, that only the children who have been brought up in the way of the Lord can ever have. And then there is what is called multiplied peace. In the olden days, when a king wants to greet his subjects, he starts by saying, Peace be multiplied unto you. That's the royal greeting. Daniel chapter 4 verse 1, Daniel 4 verse 1, Nebuchadnezzar was writing to the people, he said, All of you, my subjects, Peace be multiplied unto you. In Daniel chapter 6 verse 25, Daniel 6 verse 25, when Darius was writing to all his subjects, he started by saying, Peace be multiplied unto you. And when Peter was writing his letters, because he was an elder statesman, he was as it were a king among Christians then, he said again and again, Peace be multiplied unto you. First Peter chapter 1, verse 2. First Peter chapter 1, verse 2. And Second Peter chapter 1, verse 2. In other words, if you already have peace, and I believe that by now some of you have come to the conclusion there's nothing to worry about. I pray today that your peace will be multiplied. Amen. I remember one occasion I was traveling from Britain to Nigeria and there was a great man of God and his wife uh, in the same plane and he, according to his testimony which we had later on, he told his wife ah, that the Jews in the plane <laughs> Nothing to worry about. But then as we were halfway through the journey, we ran into some very serious turbulence. And the plane was jumping up and down, jumping up and down. Then he, he, he said he got up, looked at where I was, 
and found that I was fast asleep. Oh, he returned and told the wife, there's nothing to worry about, daddy is sleeping. He said his faith, his great peace was multiplied. I pray for all of you, whatever may be the level of your faith or peace, may that peace be multiplied in Jesus' name. And then there is what is called all-round peace. All-round. Peace, physical. Exodus 15, verse 26. Exodus 15, verse 26. Made it clear that you could be completely free of every sickness, of every disease, because the Lord will be your physician. Peace, material. In Psalm 92, from verse 12 to 15, Psalm 92, verse 12 to 15, the Bible says, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He won't have to worry anything at all about material things. After all, it is written, My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, verse 19. And then peace spiritual. Uh, if you read the story that you have mentioned again and again in Mark chapter 5, verse 20, verse 2 to 20, Mark 5, verse 2 to 20, about the madman of Gadara. If anybody had a storm, that man had storm. Because according to Bible scholars, there were 6,000 demons in him. But when the Prince of Peace came in, suddenly he had peace, peace spiritual. For example, in 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 24, 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 24, the Bible says that Solomon had peace all around, all around. At a time when kings go to war every year, every year, Throughout the reign of Solomon, there was not a single war. Why? Because God had made a promise to his father in 1 Chronicles chapter 22, verse 9. 1 Chronicles 22, verse 9. God has told David when they were discussing the issue of building a temple for God. And God said, no, David, you can't build for me because you have shed too much blood as a warrior. He said, but the son will be born to thee. And he will be a man of rest. He said, I will give him peace from all his enemies. I will give peace and quietness unto Israel in his days. When you talk about all and peace, you look for somebody called Solomon. Physically, the only time we heard that he was sick was when he was about to die. Materially, <laughs> it was one of the richest men who ever lived. Spiritually, the Bible says God loved him. Then there is a peace that is like a river. God said in Isaiah 48 verse 18, Isaiah 48 verse 18, He said, Oh, that thou had hearkened to my commandments. Oh, then had your peace be like a river. You know, peace 
you can swim in. In Isaiah 66, from verse 12 to 13, Isaiah 66, from verse 12 to 13, he described that kind of peace as the peace a baby has. When he's been crying, and then the mother picks up the baby and gives the baby breast to suck. At that moment, mm, it doesn't matter what's going on anywhere. The baby is at peace. He knows he's secure. That's the kind of peace that Paul and Silas had when they were thrown into prison in Acts chapter 16 from verse 16 to 34. Acts 16, 16 to 34. And they knew death could be coming the following day. Birdies were singing. That's what we call peace. Like a river. The kind of peace that can sing in the day of trouble. Why do you have this kind of peace? Because you have heard from God. Usually you have that kind of peace because God has spoken to you. In Acts 16 from verse 9 to 10, Acts 16 from verse 9 to 10, God had sent a messenger to Paul in a dream. Come over to Macedonia and help us. He knew God sent him to preach. So he went there to preach. He landed in prison, said, no problem, I'm still in his perfect will. It's good to be able to hear from God. And I'm decreeing to all of you who are my children that that hearing ear, that ear that can hear God, the Almighty God will give it to you. Because once you can hear from God, it doesn't matter what's going on around you, you will be at peace. Look at me now. 100% at peace. Why? Because I have had a little bit for my daddy. When you have heard from God, you can enjoy the kind of peace that the Bible calls peace life a river. But there is even a peace that is greater than that. The Bible calls it the peace of God that passes on understanding. The kind of peace you don't really have a way of explaining it. That's, that's what you find in the text I read to you. Philippians chapter 4 verse 7. Peace of God that passes all understanding. Usually, this kind of peace is based on past experiences. I will give you just one example. Acts chapter 12, from verse 5 to 11. Acts 12, from verse 5 to 11. They were going to kill Peter the following morning. He was fast asleep. <laughs> He wasn't singing and praying like Paul and Silas. No, 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 no. My friend was fast asleep. The angel had to smite him to wake him up. Okay? Uh, this sleep is too deep. Wake up. All the time he was waking up and was getting dressed, he thought it was a dream. How can somebody have that kind of peace in the 
that kind of crisis? Hey, because of experience. Because in Acts chapter 5, from verse 17 to 25, Acts 5, 17 to 25, Peter had been imprisoned before. And God got him out. And the doors were left untouched. So he wasn't worried. He, <laughs> if he got me out before, he would get me out again. I mean, because he, he knows that the God he is serving is the God who has the keys of David. According to Revelation chapter 3, from verse 7 to 8, Revelation 3, 7 to 8, the Lord Jesus Christ said, I have the key of David. When I open, no man can shut. When I shut, no man can open. If you had experienced this God before, if he had taken you through storms before, then you can have the peace of God that passes all understanding. You, my children, relax. Amen. All is going to be well. Amen. What you should do today is praise him with all your heart. Thank him because you belong to him at a time like this. In closing, in Isaiah chapter 48, verse 22, Isaiah 48, verse 22, God said in his word, loud and clear, there is no peace to the wicked, said the Lord, no peace. If you are not one of his children, and you are praying for peace, <laughs> Unless the word of God is no longer settled. But I know it is settled. He said there is no peace to the wicked. However, he made a room for you. In Matthew 11 from verse 28 to 30. Matthew 11, 28 to 30. He said, come unto me, all you that labor and a heavy lady, and I will give you rest. If you come to him today, you too will begin to enjoy peace. And very soon, as you begin to obey him, your peace will become great peace. As you begin to follow him and to do his will, your peace will become multiplied. And before you know it, you will have peace all around. Amen. Body, soul, and spirit. Amen. And then you will soon begin to enjoy peace like a river. Amen. And very soon your neighbor will begin to look at you and say, how can you be so cool at a time like this? Oh, you will tell them, I have a peace that passes all understanding.